episode 14, It's Not That Bad, Growing Older. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. My guest today is Jackie Spinks. After living over three quarters of a century, a myriad of thoughts circle through her mind. But her conclusion that it isn't that bad to grow old may provide comfort to some of us. and I'm 77 years old, raised in an extremely strict, and I mean extremely, like total obedience, Mormon household. I'm an atheist Unitarian and think Mormonism is as irrational as any other religion, but as it's a current irrationality, it makes it more unacceptable to the world than ancient irrationalities. But as it took over 400 years before they considered Jesus divine, there was some cool heads around at that time, too. I do believe polygamy and polyandry, to be fair, should be as permissible as gay marriage. As speaking for myself, I'd rather be number 10 wife of George Clooney than number 1 wife of some of the guys I've dated. As for polyandry, forget it. I can barely keep one husband pleased, let alone two or three. I can imagine three guys looking at porn on the internet while sucking down a Budweiser, then one of them coming up behind me, arm around my waist, when I had a waist, and asking, how's about it, kiddo? And my answer, not your turn, get in line. Come to think about it, that might not be so bad. Better than a turn in solitary confinement in a maximum security prison anyway. What have I learned having resided on this earth for three-fourths of a century that I can pass along? Although I don't think anyone pays much attention to put it in the lexicon of youth, old farts like myself. But to get it off my chest, I'll pass on a few nuggets that have dribbled in. Here they are. There's some good stuff about old age. Well, no worry about the biological clock running out. It's okay to be a couch potato and studies show exercise after the age of 60. Doesn't do much good for longevity. So couch potatoes, myself included, don't despair. You may outlive the marathon runner. Advice about money. Studies show success is 60% connection. 30% education, and 10% luck. Of course, if you want to be happy, that's another story. Success doesn't count for much in old age, but happiness does. Happiness is being with and sharing with old friends. Happiness is good, and I hope you have some, but a little money set aside for old age is important too. Because I can't think of anything worse than being old and broke, unless it's being a Humvee driver in Iraq. Also, don't take monetary risks. That's for the young or the manic depressives. That is unless, and that's a big unless. You're an insider, work in some financial field, have a couple of degrees in economics, or else it's someone else's money. Another word about money. Don't have too much. I have a cousin, my age, super rich with marvelous insurance policies, whose favorite brag 
is pulling up her sweater and pulling down her pants to show us her accumulation of scars from multiple surgeries. Her fabulous health insurance policies are so tempting. So there's something reassuring about not being rich and only having unattractive Medicare. Here's a philosophical question about money for you, just to keep you on your toes. If the economy continues at 4% annually, as it's been doing, in 100 years, your yearly income for a family will be $5 million in 2006 dollars. Do the math. But if this happens, who will do the scut work? On the other hand, the Chinese say the wealth of a country only lasts three generations. Haven't we gone through about two and a half generations? Let's see, we became a wealthy country in the 50s. Or is a generation 30 years? I don't know. Or were the Chinese wrong? Hmm, maybe some truth about the three generations, as consumerism isn't all that much fun. As when you're surrounded with the junk you've bought, you can't find anything. So eventually consumerism will play itself out, as nobody's impressed anymore with a neighbor's Porsche or even Lamborghini. Their only interest consists of conjecturing the size of the payments and if the guy can swing those payments. A few hints for making life easy in our old age. Buy comfortable shoes as nobody looks at shoes. Live simply as it's a pain to search through a lot of clutter to find those tenaciously lost car keys. And make it, making your life orderly gives one a great feeling. And this is for the women. Most of your clothes will be mistakes. So get rid of about one-third of your stuff every couple of years. You have four options with unflattering clothes. Return them to the store, give them to Goodwill or Salvation Army. Wear them and feel you look like an ancient fourth grader. Or let them hang in the closet for years. You'll probably choose number four. So fight the urge, go through your closet and ruthlessly dump a third of your clothes. And with less clothes, you'll be better dressed, also more organized. On the subject of medical stuff in old age, first about depression. If you get in that hole, you have no choice but to think yourself out. If you take pills, once you go off them, you'll probably feel worse, unless you have climbed out of your mental hole. Mostly your depression, and I've been there, is that you're angry but don't know what you're angry about or won't admit it to yourself or it's too unflattering or scary to think about. So, kiddo, keep in mind, anger is nothing more than holding the concept you're entitled to a just world. I guess I'm not. Foolishly, I don't take any pills, nor have I signed up for some insurance drug plan. I figured at my age, if I get something lethal, I might as well go ahead and die. Ask an old lady of 96 when I was young what she attributed to her healthy, active old age. She answered, staying away from doctors. My guest has been Jackie Spinks. She has chosen to grow older in Bellingham, Washington. This is Retirement Talk with Del Lowry. You can visit our website at www.retirementtalk.com.
www.thebibleproject.org. Deborah Anderson provided the music for today's program.